Want to improve your leadership skills, achieve your business goals, or grow your ministry? Marketplace Ministry Coaching can help. I have helped countless kingdom-minded entrepreneurs and ministry professionals to unlock their full potential and achieve their goals. Sign up for coaching now and take the first step towards success. Visit MarketplaceMinistryPodcast.com slash coaching to learn more. You're listening to Marketplace Ministry, a podcast for kingdom-minded entrepreneurs that examines business through a biblical lens. Your business is a calling, and when done well, brings glory and honor to God. Let's get into the show. Welcome back to Marketplace Ministry. My name is Jason Smith, and on today's show, I want to talk to you about procrastination. In particular, we want to talk about a book written by Rory Vaden, and this was this came out a few years ago, and it's called Procrastinate on Purpose. But before we dive into that content, I want to talk to you about what the Scripture says in Ephesians chapter 5, verses 15 and 16. It says, See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. The Lord laid this scripture on my heart as it pertains to this topic because we are commanded, we are told to redeem our time. How often do you go through the day and it's just like chaotic and you have no control over what's happening? That's because you're not redeeming your time. You're letting everything become a distraction. You're letting everything, the busyness of the day, to come in and stop what God has commanded for you. And so today's topic about procrastination is all about redeeming your time. So Rory Vaden is the author, speaker, and co-founder of the Brand Builders Group. He published this book called Procrastinate on Purpose, The Five Permissions to Multiply Your Time. Now, the title of this book for me was provocative and intriguing. I mean, realistically, I grew up as a procrastinator. So to hear that I could actually procrastinate on purpose, that intrigued me. Moreover, it was, it was provocative because the subtitle says that there's five permissions to multiply your time. So what are you getting at, Rory? Are you saying that I can procrastinate and multiply my time at the same time? Wow, I had to read this book. And so I did. And let me just tell you, it was transformative for me. As I said in the beginning, most of my life I've been a procrastinator, and in all of those situations where I waited to do something until the last minute, it never felt like I was wearing a badge of honor. No one ever told me, great job putting that off to the last minute. No. Procrastination, for the most part, is frowned upon in many social, academic, and professional circles. We expect people to show up on time and to do their work while they're at work. We demand that people do the things they ought to do before they do the things they want to do. After all, that's what being a responsible adult is all about, right? Fulfilling your obligations. But the problem with that is it's not scalable. You work in a job and the only way to increase your income is by trading your time for money. In other words, You put in more hours, you make more money. But there's only so many hours available in the day, and there's only so many hours available in the work that eventually you become burned out because you keep trading your time for money. 
And if you trade away most of your life at work, you'll become dissatisfied because of your lack of relationship with your children, wife, and dare I say, your church family. So instead of working a job, you decide to start a business. But soon, you'll discover that the same thing happens. In order to make more money, you have to produce more, and that means putting in more time. The Bible is very clear about this. In Proverbs 23, 4 through 5, it says, Do not overwork to be rich. Because of your own understanding, cease! Will you set your eyes on that which is not? For riches certainly make themselves wings. They fly away like an eagle toward heaven. Right here, I feel like Solomon is exhorting us not to spend all of our life working. We should not be working our lives away. God did not design us to work our lives away. He gave us six days for work and commanded us to rest on the seventh. What's more, God baked rest into every single day. If you are Jewish, you understand that the evening and the morning were the first day, that the day begins in the evening. And what do you do in the evening? You rest, you sleep. And that sleep, that period of rest that you get at the end of the day, which is really the beginning of your day, that rest prepares you for what you're going to do later in the day, which is your work. Too often we work so we can rest, but that's not the way it should be. We should rest so that we can work. And the more that we rest, the more effective that we'll be in all of the areas of our lives where work is required. So with that said, I want to explore the five permissions to multiply your time as described in Vaden's book, Procrastinate on Purpose. If you haven't read this book yet, I'll put a link in the show notes of this episode. Full disclosure, this will be an Amazon affiliate link where I could potentially earn a small commission for recommending this book to you. So without further ado, let's dive in to the five permissions. So let's think about this. You have a lot of things that you need to do in your life, in your business. And if we think of all the, the tasks coming into your life as if they're coming into a funnel, at the very top of the funnel is where we can begin to multiply our time. And that is we eliminate the things that are coming in. And what do I mean by that? I mean that as these tasks come into that funnel, you have to ask yourself a question. Is this something that would be the best and highest use of my time? If it's not, if the answer is no, then you would ask this question, is it something that absolutely needs to be done? If, it, if the answer is yes, then does it have to be done by you? No. If not, is it possible that you can just eliminate it off of your to-do list? If the answer to that question is yes, cross it off your list, forget about it. It's not anything that's going to benefit you. You can just throw it away. But on the other hand, if it is something that absolutely needs to be done, but it doesn't have to be done by you, then that task is going to drop down into the funnel, into that second part of the funnel, the midsection of the, of the funnel, and that is delegate. Now, leaders, this is something that we have a hard time doing. A lot of times when we run a business, when we're a CEO, when we're trying to do anything worthwhile, we feel like our way is the best way. 
we feel like the only way it's going to get done and get done right is if we do it ourselves. But if you take that mindset, if you feel like everything that comes into the funnel is your responsibility, you're going to be bogged down. You're going to get exhausted and you're going to feel like, I just can't get anything done. So at this point, you have to be willing to let go. Will you delegate it to somebody else? Well, Jason, I would love to delegate it, but this person doesn't know how to do it. Okay, well then, how do you facilitate delegation? It comes through training. You're going to train that person to do what you do. And how do we do that? Well, we, we follow the example, the leadership examples of Jesus. And what did Jesus do? First, he called his followers. Then he showed them what to do. After he showed them, he taught them. And after he taught them, he sent them. Yeah, I get it. I hear what you're saying. I, you're, you're pushing back on this. You're like, but Jason, it's going to take so much time to train people to do what I know. Why can't I just do it myself? If you're going to do everything yourself, why do you have people that work for you? Why do you have people on your team? Are they just there taking up space? No. They are there because they believe in what you're doing. They want to be utilized. They want to help. So teach them, train them. Yes, it's an investment up front. But once you do the training, then you let go of it and you can delegate it to them. They will do it and they will do it to the best of their ability. And you never know. They just might do it better than you ever thought you could. So we have to get to this place where we can delegate the things that come into our lives. If we're constantly doing everything, we're going to get burnt out. Now, this is the fun part. The tasks that you can't delegate, the next part of the funnel is, can you automate them? Now, automation, everybody's talking about AI and robots doing things these days. But automation is the best way to get things done that you need to do. So for me, when I was running Pet Corps Professional Pet Care, I got into a habit of sending out a you've been scooped email at the end of every day when I was done cleaning yards. So that meant I would be six to eight hours out in the field cleaning yards, and then I would come home and I'd go back through my route list and I would send each person an individualized email that said, you've been scooped. Thank you so much for supporting the business. We'll see you again next week. Now, when you have 16 individual emails that you're crafting every single week, it takes up time. So my six to eight hours of working now tack on another hour to two hours to get these emails out. And now I've spent over 10 hours a day working, which means I'm not paying attention to my family because now I'm getting home and I brought work home with me instead of leaving work at work. I've brought it home and now I'm detached, disconnected from my family and I'm all zoned in on work. So I had heard this message before about automation and I thought, well, how can I automate this process so I'm not having to send out all these emails? Well, number one, you can create an email template. When I heard that, I'm, the light bulb went off. I'm like, that's genius. 
why would I spend time writing the same email over and over again for different customers when I could craft a single email and then just change the name on the beginning of the email? So I did that. But now the question was, how can I make it even more seamless by not having to individually copy and paste that message into every email and changing the name? How could I make it more automated? And that's when I started using a service called MailChimp. Now with MailChimp, you can import your email list into this. You can set up campaign templates. And then when you're ready to send your email, all you've got to do is put in a tag. It's like a mail merge tag, if you're familiar with that. And it goes at the beginning of your email. And so it'll pull from the list and it will put in the person's name at the top of that email. So now I don't even have to go through my emails and copy and paste. I can just write one template, put in the mail merge tags, and then when I'm ready to send the campaign, I click send and it's done. And it takes me all of two minutes to do that. That's just one example of how you can automate things. There's many other ways that you can automate the tasks that you do. And so if a task can be automated, why wouldn't you automate it? So all of these tasks are coming into the funnel. And as they're coming into the funnel, we're asking these questions. Is this a task that I can eliminate? If yes, great. If not, is it something I can delegate? Yes, great. If not, is it something that I can automate? If yes, automate it. If no, now it drops down to the very bottom of the funnel where we can concentrate or procrastinate. And this is the part where you really have to ask the question, is this something that absolutely has to be done right now? If it has to be done right now, then you take that task and you complete it right now. If it's not something that needs to be done in this moment, you pop it back to the top of the funnel. And when we say pop, what Rory Vaden's talking about is procrastinate on purpose. You've already decided this is something you're going to have to do, but you don't have to do it right now. So we're going to pop it back to the top of the funnel and then it will come back down through again at a later time when you have the ability to focus on that task. And so that's what this is all about. It's about procrastinating on purpose. It's seeing what needs to be done. Can we eliminate it because it's not the best and highest use of our time? Can we delegate it because we don't have to do everything in our business? Can we automate it just to make the process easier? Or is it something we absolutely have to do? And so that is what I want to leave you with, is that you can procrastinate and it can multiply your time. Just think of it. You've got all these tasks on your to-do list. If you've crossed them off because you've eliminated them, you've just given yourself more time to do the things that only you can and should be doing. And the next step, you're delegating and you're taking more stuff off your to-do list and passing it off to someone else who can do it for you. And that's freeing up your time to be able to only focus on the things that only you can do. And then finally, you're automating things. And this is taking those, those pesky, irritating tasks like emails off your to-do list. You could even have, you could even use a service like um, 
Unroll Me that will take and aggregate all of your emails because how many of you get a bunch of spam emails or you've signed up for so many newsletters that you've got all of these emails coming in? Well, you can use a service called Unroll Me and they will roll up all of the emails into a single email that you'll get at the end of the day. Or you can have Unroll Me unsubscribe you from the ones that you don't want to stay subscribed to. And so now you've achieved this inbox zero because you're only getting in emails that you want to get in when you want to get them. And so that's another tool that you can use to automate your emails. I don't know about you, but when I see a bunch of emails stacked in my email inbox, I want to do my best to either read them or delete them as soon as possible. And if I can use Unroll Me to do that for me, I'm way ahead because now I don't have to waste my time sorting through a bunch of emails. So automate those pesky, irritating tasks out of your life. And then now that you've got your list whittled down to just the things that you should be doing, those are the things that you ought to be doing. All right. Until next time, we call you to prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospers. Thanks for listening to Marketplace Ministry. What did God speak to you about during today's show? Join the conversation using hashtag Marketplace Ministry on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Got a question for the show? Email us at info at marketplaceministrypodcast.com or text us at 502-833-6136. Keep seeking God first and serving his people well and your business will prosper in Jesus' name. Attention all kingdom-minded entrepreneurs and ministry leaders. Are you looking to connect with like-minded believers and grow in your walk with Christ? Look no further. The Kingdom-Minded Entrepreneurs Mastermind is here to help you discover your purpose, build your faith, and impact your world for Jesus. With only 10 seats available, this exclusive group meets once a week for 90 minutes to offer hot seats and encourage one another in their journeys. Don't miss out on this opportunity to be part of a community that will support and edify you for an entire year. Sign up now for the Kingdom-Minded Entrepreneur's Mastermind and let's make a difference together. Visit marketplaceministrypodcast.com mastermind to learn more.